The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Monday is here and the journey continues. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, February 26th, 2024, Monday of the second week of Lent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is Saint Isabel of France. She was born in 1225, the sister of Saint Louis and daughter of King Louis VIII of France and Blanche of Castile. She refused offers of marriage from several noble suitors to continue her life of virginity consecrated to God. She ministered to the sick and the poor and after the death of her mother founded the Franciscan Monastery of the Humility of the Blessed Virgin Mary in Paris. She lived there in austerity but never became a nun and refused to become abbess. She died there February 23, 1270. St. Isabel of France Pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most holy and adorable Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you are here present. I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks with all my heart for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being and in particular all my thoughts, words, and actions, together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing. May your divine love animate them, and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that those with a terminal illness and their families receive the necessary physical and spiritual care and accompaniment. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, you have given us a divine identity kit, one that is so effective that people can tell immediately that we are your followers. You said to your disciples, Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. This is a truly revolutionary way to live. And that's not all. You reveal in no uncertain terms God's generosity. In the same gospel passage, you go on to say, Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure 
will in return be measured out to you. Speaking of measuring, two vignettes come to mind. During my first year of university, I got a part-time job at an ice cream shop. The training lasted five minutes. I had to practice weighing individual scoops of ice cream. The manager made the point of the exercise quite explicit. He said, do not give away a single additional gram of ice cream. You could say that it was the ultimate in being miserly. The polar opposite was an adventure that took place long ago. When I found myself in Uzbekistan visiting a bazaar, I can still picture that vendor of dates standing over a big barrel overflowing with produce. No idea what he said, but his outstretched hand offering me some dates spoke volumes. That image always comes to mind whenever I read your words, Jesus. A good measure, packed together, shaken down, and overflowing. We need to be deeply, overflowingly merciful. Not just going through the motions to look good. Appearances are not enough. Think of all those rows of bottles at the pharmacy containing supplements each container the same size. On the outside, the appearance of an abundance of pills. But once you open the bottle, you discover that the pills fill a mere 25% of the container. A French author describes authentic mercy with these challenging words. To love without being loved. To do good unselfishly. In a word, to be merciful, is the distinguishing feature of God's children, the most expressive trait of their resemblance to the Heavenly Father. It is a family trait that will make them recognizable among all, and the good that they will keep as a sacred heritage. In another passage, the same author says, Our attitude towards our neighbor will determine God's attitude towards us. He will use these same measure. So how do we acquire that greatness of heart? It begins with a conviction that we are on everyone's side, because each person is a sister, a brother of ours. Furthermore, humility leads us to realize that we ourselves are deeply in need of mercy. Jesus, reshape our hearts. Our default setting is to pass the day judging, being critical. And that could not be farther from the sentiments of your heart, Lord. One annoying tendency is to categorize people. Just the other day, a friend remarked that in his country of origin, people immediately classify you when they hear which part of the country you're from. Worse still is to assign people to a group based on their race, ethnicity, type of job, and so forth. Jesus, you made it clear that you saw individual people, not groups. The tax collector, lepers, the penitent woman. The Pharisees saw only groups. They shunned entire sectors of the population, 
Samaritans, Gentiles, public sinners. The Holy Father gave a master class about this during a meeting at the Vatican with victims of abuse. A person presented himself to the Pope as a gay man. Francis looked at him lovingly with a furrowed brow. He said, giving more importance to the adjective rather than the noun. This is not good. He went on, we are all human beings and have dignity. It does not matter who you are or how you live your life or have this or that tendency. You do not lose your dignity. There are some who prefer to select or discard people because of an adjective. Those people do not have a human heart. On another occasion, the Holy Father said these moving words. Closeness to others is crucial because it is the key to mercy and also to truth. Truth makes you name people with their real name as the Lord names them before categorizing them or defining their situation. We also need to be merciful towards ourselves. Pope Francis offers the following consideration in his short letter for the year of St. Joseph, Patris Corde. We must learn to look upon our weaknesses with tender mercy. Tenderness is the best way to touch the frailty within us. Only tender love will save us from the snares of the accuser. And that is why it, it is so important to encounter God's mercy, especially in the Sacrament of Reconciliation, where we experience his truth and tenderness. We know that God's truth does not condemn, but instead welcomes, embraces, sustains, and forgives us. The Pope also said, May confessors not ask useless questions, but like the father in the parable, interrupt the speech prepared ahead of time by the prodigal son, so that confessors will learn to accept the plea for help and mercy, gushing from the heart of every penitent. In short, confessors are called to be a sign of the primacy of mercy always, everywhere, and in every situation, no matter what. A powerful way to finish our meditation is by turning to a passage by Henry Nguyen. Jesus, you want to say to us, I am your God the God of mercy and compassion, the God of pardon and love, the God of tenderness and care. Do not judge yourself. Do not condemn yourself. Do not reject yourself. Let my love touch the deepest, most hidden corners of your heart and reveal to you your own beauty, a beauty that you have lost sight of, but will become visible to you again in the light of my mercy. Come, let me wipe your tears, and let my mouth come close to your ear and say to you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Mary, Mother of Mercy, show us what it means to love with the heart of your Son. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. 
I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. There's always more of 10 Minutes with Jesus just waiting for you to find it at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday of the second week of Lent. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin the liturgical day with the entire church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. O God, be be gracious, and and bless us, and and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon the earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With With fairness fairness, you you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let Let the the peoples praise you, O God. Let Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. The The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our our God, God, has blessed us. May May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Glory Glory to the the Father, and to the the Son, and and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. channel of your peace Where there is hatred let me bring your love Where there is injury your pardon Lord And where there's doubt true faith Hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow down and hear me, Lord. 
Come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes, I am a reproach, an object of scorn to my neighbors and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten, like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. For he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. 
God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyr strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand. A reading from the book of Exodus. Pharaoh was already near when the Israelites looked up and saw that the Egyptians were on the march in pursuit of them. In great fright, they cried out to the Lord, and they complained to Moses. Were there no burial places in Egypt that you had to bring us out here to die in the desert? Why did you do this to us? Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Did we not tell you this in Egypt when we said, Leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. Far better for us to be the slaves of the Egyptians than to die in the desert. But Moses answered the people, Fear not. Stand your ground, and you will see the victory the Lord will win for you today. These Egyptians whom you see today, you will never see again. The Lord himself will fight for you. You have only to keep still. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to go forward. And you, lift up your staff, and with hand outstretched over the sea, split the sea in two, that the Israelites may pass through it on dry land. And I will make the Egyptians so obstinate that they will go in after them. Then I will receive glory through Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots and charioteers. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I receive glory through Pharaoh and his chariots and charioteers. The angel of God, who had been leading Israel's camp, now moved and went around behind them. The column of cloud also, leaving the front, took up its place behind them, so that it came between the camp of the Egyptians and that of Israel. But the cloud now became dark, and thus the night passed without the rival camps coming any closer all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord swept the sea with a strong east wind throughout the night, and so turned it into dry land. When the water was thus divided, the Israelites marched into the midst of the sea on dry land, with the water like a wall to their right and to their left. The Egyptians followed in pursuit. All Pharaoh's horses and chariots and charioteers went after them right into the midst of the sea. In the night watch, just before dawn, the Lord cast through the column of the fiery cloud upon the Egyptian force a glance that threw it into a panic, and he so clogged their chariot wheels that they could hardly drive. With that, the Egyptians sounded the retreat before Israel, because the Lord was fighting for them 
against the Egyptians. Then the Lord told Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the water may flow back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and their charioteers. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at dawn the sea flowed back to its normal level. The Egyptians were fleeing head-on toward the sea when the Lord hurled them into its midst. As the waters flowed back, it covered the chariots and the charioteers of Pharaoh's whole army, which had followed the Israelites into the sea. Not a single one of them escaped. But the Israelites had marched on dry land through the midst of the sea with the water like a wall to their right and to their left. Thus, the Lord saved Israel on that day from the power of the Egyptians. When Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the seashore and beheld the great power that the Lord had shown against the Egyptians, they feared the Lord and believed in him and in his servant Moses. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Let us sing to the Lord, glorious in his triumph, horse and rider he has thrown into the sea. The The Lord Lord is my refuge and my defense. defense. He He has has become become my my Savior. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. The The Lord Lord is my refuge and my defense. He has has become my Savior. From the Catechesis by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. The Israelites witnessed marvels. You also will witness marvels greater and more splendid than those which accompanied them on their departure from Egypt. You did not see Pharaoh drowned with his armies, but you have seen the devil with his weapons overcome by the waters of baptism. The Israelites passed through the sea. You have passed from death to life. They were delivered from the Egyptians. You have been delivered from the powers of darkness. The Israelites were freed from slavery to a pagan people. You have been freed from the much greater slavery to sin. Do you need another argument to show that the gifts you have received are greater than theirs? The Israelites could not look on the face of Moses in glory, though he was their fellow servant and kinsman. But you have seen the face of Christ in his glory. Paul cried out, We see the glory of the Lord with faces unveiled. In those days, Christ was present to the Israelites as he followed them, as, but he is present to us in a much deeper sense. The Lord was with them because of the favor he showed to Moses. Now he is with us not simply because of Moses, but also because of your obedience. After Egypt, they dwelt in the desert places. After your departure, you will dwell in heaven. Their great leader and commander was Moses. We have a new Moses, God himself, as our leader and commander. What distinguished the first Moses? Moses, Scripture tells us, was more gentle than all who dwelt 
on the upon, upon the earth. We can rightly say the same of the new Moses, for there was with him the very spirit of gentleness united to him in his inmost being. In those days, Moses raised his hands to heaven and brought down manna, the bread of angels. The new Moses raises his hands to heaven and gives us the food of eternal life. Moses struck the rock and brought forth streams of water. Christ touches his table strikes the spiritual rock of the new covenant and draws forth the living water of the Spirit. This rock is like a fountain in the midst of Christ's table so that on all sides the flocks may draw near to this living spring and refresh themselves in the waters of salvation. Since this fountain, this source of life, this table surrounds us with untold blessings and fills us with the gifts of the Spirit, let us approach it with sincerity of heart and purity of conscience to receive grace and mercy in our time of need. Grace and mercy be yours from the only begotten Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Through him and with him be glory, honor, and power to the Father and the life-giving Spirit, now and always and forever. Amen. When he grew up, Moses, guided by faith, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to suffer with the people of God rather than have the fleeting pleasures of sin. He fixed his gaze on the reward God had promised. To bear the stigma of Christ was worth more to him than all the treasures of Egypt. With faith as his guide, he left Egypt behind. He fixed his gaze on the reward God had promised. Let us pray. O God, who have taught us to chasten our bodies for the healing of our souls, enable us, we pray, to abstain from all sins and strengthen our hearts to carry out your loving commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. You get what you give. It seems simple enough, and it's straight out of today's gospel, coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Monday, February 26th, 2024, Monday of the second week of Lent. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it shouldn't need an explanation, but the Lord gives a very good one about the fact that you will get back what you give. From the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. 
This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. A well-formed conscience. That's a treasure to hold on to. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice, harden not your hearts. The liturgy repeats this to us every day of this liturgical period, and each day in very different ways God speaks to the heart of each one of us. Our prayer during Lent aims at awakening consciences, at making them sensitive to God's voice. Harden not your hearts, the psalmist says. In fact, the numbing of consciences, their indifference to good and evil, their deviations are a great threat for man. Indirectly, they are also a great threat for society because in the last analysis, the level of morality of society depends on the human conscience. Conscience is the light of the soul of what is deepest in man's being. And if this light is put out, man is thrown into darkness and can commit the most dastardly abuses against himself and against others. Your eye is the lamp of your body, says the Lord. Conscience is the lamp of the soul, and if it is well formed, it lights up the way, a way which leads to God, and man can make progress because of it. Although he may weaken and fall, he can raise himself and continue onward. But one who has allowed this interior sensitivity to drowse or to die to the things of God is now without signposts and is lost. It is one of the great misfortunes in this life which can befall a soul. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, proclaims the prophet Isaiah. Jesus compares the function of conscience in our life to that of the eye. When your eye is sound, your whole body is full of light, but when it is not sound, your body is full of darkness. Therefore be careful, lest the light in you be darkness. When the eye is healthy, things are seen as they are, undistorted. A sick eye either does not see, or it distorts reality. It deceives its own subject, and he can come to think that events and people are in fact as his defective vision views them. When one makes a mistake in ordinary life, having falsely interpreted some facts, it can lead to problems and difficulties which are, at times, of little importance. But when the error refers to matters regarding eternal life, its consequences have no limit. Conscience can be deformed through our not having used the means to get to know the faith, or through an ill will dominated by pride, sensuality, laziness, when our Lord complains that the Jews were not receiving his message, he particularly notes the deliberate nature of their decision. They did not want to believe, and he in no way accepted that the cause lay in a difficulty outside the will. This is a consequence of their refusal, freely chosen. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. Passions and a lack of sincerity with oneself can come to force the intellect to think in a way more easily adapted to one's way of life, or to some defects or bad habits one does not want to give up. In such a case, there is no goodwill, 
the heart is hardened and conscience begins to drowse, for it no longer points in the right direction which would lead it to God. It is now like a broken compass, which not only disorientates its owner, but can also affect others. The man whose heart is hardened and whose conscience is degenerate, even if he is in full possession of his strength and physical capacities, is sick spiritually, and everything must be done to restore him to health of soul. Lent is a good time to ask the Lord to help us form our consciences really well and for us to examine ourselves to see whether we are being radically sincere with ourselves, with God, and with those people who, in His name, have the mission of advising us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God. When will, when will I, I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread. 
by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long, Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters. Your torrents and all your waves swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness. By night I will sing to him, praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of your indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power. As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as we know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm. Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn. Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. 
The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the sun of truth and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hands. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. A reading from the book of Exodus. You have seen for yourselves how I bore you up on eagle wings and brought you here. To myself. Therefore, if you hearken to my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my special possession, dearer to me than all other people, though all the earth is mine. You shall be to me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. God, God himself will set me free from, from the hunter's snare. From those who would trap me with lying words. And, and from, from the, the hunter's, hunter's snare. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. God, God himself will set me free from, from the, the hunter's, hunter's snare. Be compassionate and forgiving, as your Father is, says the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Be compassionate and forgiving, as your Father is, says the Lord. Let us pray. Blessed be God the Father, for his gift of this sacrifice of praise. In the spirit of this Lenten season, let us pray. Instruct Instruct us, Lord, in the the ways ways of your kingdom. God of power and mercy, give us the spirit of prayer and repentance. With burning love for you and for all mankind, instruct Instruct us, Lord, in the ways of your kingdom. Help us to work with you in making all things new in Christ. And in spreading justice and peace throughout the world. Instruct us, Lord, in the ways of your kingdom. Teach us the meaning and value of creation so that we may join its voice to ours as we sing your praise. Instruct us, Lord, in the ways of your kingdom. Forgive us for failing to see Christ in the poor, the distressed, and the troublesome. And for our failure to reverence your Son in their persons. Instruct us, Lord, in the ways of your kingdom. And to these intercessions, we pause to add the prayers of our own hearts. Instruct us, Lord, in the ways of your kingdom. Let us conclude our prayers with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And And forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who have taught us to chasten our bodies for the healing of our souls, enable us, we pray, to abstain from all sins and strengthen our hearts to carry out your loving commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time for me to get moving, and I'll bet it is for you, too. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.